0: Chronicles and today we are looking at another iconic Doctor Who villain and that is the Cyberman and with me as always the canine to my fourth doctor it's Liam Hall hello Liam my boys, my boys, my
1: boys. It's so good to be back and I'm happy to be back with you, my partner in crime, Mr. Carl Pierce. But I'm a little bit disappointed because you, you did not refer to me by my proper title.
0: And um, what is that?
1: The, the, the N'Golo Kante of Rogue Opinions.
0: Ah.
1: Uh. We, we've talked about this off there, my, my my good for the world, my incredible work ethic and, you know, modesty. Um, and to be honest, I'm I'm a bit disappointed that you haven't taken it upon yourself to call me this.
0: Yeah, it's not going to happen.
1: Well, one one day you, you, you'll you come back to me and you apologise. And I, I look forward to that.
0: Mm. You're the K9 because, you know, you're pretty useless and nobody really likes you.
1: And, uh, I, know, and I also like Doggy as well. So that, that, mm. that, that works as well. <laughs> But, um, yeah, you know what? We've, been, we've done quite a lot of these Doctor Who episodes now, haven't we? But, um, yeah, yeah. But you know what? I mean, it, it's, it's an iconic series, so I think... Um,
0: it's because they're easy to do, because I already know a lot about them, so I don't have to piss about doing too much research. That's that's one of the reasons <laughs> I, I like doing them. <laughs> Road Chronicles, everyone.
1: <laughs> you can't bother to do fucking research, so we're going to do Doctor Who. <laughs> that's oh, that how, how How <laughs>
0: Oh, God. How are you, by the way, mate?
1: I, I haven't talked to you for at least a week now.
0: Yeah, um, and, and even that was uh, too soon. Um, but yeah, I'm really good, thanks. Uh, how about yourself?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good. The sun has kind of returned to the UK for the most part, um, which is very strange.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, is that the, uh, the strange orange thing in the sky? Is that what you're referring to?
1: I think so i i i hear it's named after a newspaper which is
0: which is a very unusual move it's uh, it's you know it's a rare sight to see in uh, England, so yeah. you know, you kind of forget what it is sometimes
1: yeah j just, just just like Reese's penis it sometimes it just appears you have no idea what the hell it is, but then you're like, Oh, it's that thing, okay,
0: I've never seen that, so I wouldn't know, but you know i'll I'll leave that <laughs> oh, to ne- to t- no, neither no. Yeah, It's too late to save this one now, Liam. It's it's out in the open now. Oh, oh well. Anyway,
1: we we have a podcast today. <laughs> we oh. certainly
0: have. And Cyberman, I remember you telling me uh, not so long ago that you're not overly keen on this villain, which is another reason, actually, I thought I'd pick it out to do today because I thought it might make some interesting conversation.
1: Yeah, you know, I I appreciate you two using villains, but I um I'm not a fan of um because you you you're making me and forcing me to talk about it. I think I said a lot you. I
0: mean, well, I don't like you, and I'm having to do this podcast with you, so you know, fair's fair. I mean, that,
1: that's because I bring in the ratings, so I it, it is what it is. But um yeah, I, I don't know the. I mean, when I first saw the Cybermen, I was like, oh, they're kind of cool, but I feel like when you see them for like the 50th time you know, the allure of the Cybermen kinda of goes away. And
0: yeah. yeah. They do get used they do get used an awful lot. I mean what was what was your introduction to the Cyberman? Where what was the first episode you saw?
1: Oh god. Well I I think I mentioned this before, but my first actual proper season of Doctor Who was Matt Smith's first season. So I'm trying to think what the most recent Cybermen episode of that even was. I think it might have been like a Big Bang episode.
0: Oh right, yeah.
1: But um, I, I mean, since then I've, I've kind of gone back and watched some of uh, you know, David Tennant and Christopher Eccleston stuff, and they seem to do quite a lot of. Oh, you know, you know, I know what it is. It's about, it was that um one that James Corden starred in that fucking.
0: Punk. Oh right, yeah, that um, wasn't uh, what chill language, Liam. Um, but you, yeah, yeah. it's James It's James Corden, so I'll let it, I'll let it slide this time
1: thank you thank you but yeah it's um (laughs) they they seem to have a lot of reinvention the cybermen and i mean a lot of it doesn't really work at least for me what 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 about yourself do you have fonder memories of of the cybermen
0: Uh, i do i mean i always find it interesting and um sort of upsetting that you sort of talk about day the david Tennant and uh, Christopher Exelson there As if they were a long time ago Because <laughs> to me they're, they're still recent to me My first my first The Cybermen was uh, probably a Sylvester McCoy Episode way back in 88 I think it would have been wow. um, Before you were even an apple in your parents Eyes mm. And um. Yeah I think it was Celebrating the 25th anniversary Of Doctor Who back then and uh, the episode was called the Silver Nemesis, and uh, it was quite a complex and strange episode because it not only featured Spider-Man, but it featured the uh, neo-Nazis. Uh... Sorry,
1: so, so. can you can you repeat that one more time?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it featured neo-Nazis.
1: No, no, no. It featured Spider-Man. Sorry. Did you say it featured Spider-Man? No, did
0: it feature Cyberman? Oh, I, wow. might, I might have accidentally said Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> Spider-Man, or it might have just sounded like I said it, but I, I meant Cyberman. Sorry if I right. Okay. If, uh, if I said the wrong thing there, uh, it featured yeah, uh, and, a, and a lady and a woman whose name I can't remember now, uh, who hailed from the 16th century, time travelled. It was a very bizarre. A very bizarre episode, but yeah.
1: Okay. Was, was this kind of like the tail end of um, Eccleston's kind of... No, not Eccleston. Um, McCoy's kind of run. Because he, he kind of fizzled out to all uh,
0: the campers, right? It was more... I think it was middle end. I think it was his second... He only did three, se- three series and about nine episodes because they were sort of, yeah, winding it down by that point. And I think this was um, his second series. If I remember correctly.
1: Oh, okay. I, I keep forgetting you, you, you only did it for three years. So I People make it sound like he was doing it for a while, for whatever <laughs> reason.
0: Yeah, I think it's because he did make a, a short appearance in the Doctor Who TV um, movie, mm. where he did the regener- came back to do the regeneration, which was a fair few years, after the original was cancelled. So that makes it seem like he was around for longer than he was if that makes sense
1: yeah which which is also the best episode of Doctor Who we should probably mention yeah (laughs) or maybe not but um, yes I mean it's weird that we both have very different kind of memories of Cybermen and both kind of different experiences with it but I guess it's kind of I guess that's kind of maybe generational thing as well
0: yeah I would say so Um, I mean you've got you know you' have been brought up on different villains, like uh of course, the daleks the same as me, but you've also had the um weeping angels and mm. perhaps a few other things that perhaps you relate to a bit more than I do. You might have to reel those off yourself
1: yeah I, I i think I think part of it kind of yeah I mean it's always difficult kind of doing a humanoid kind of villain, I think because you know. There's been so bloody many of them, and it's hard to make a interesting design. But I mean, I mean, even if you look at Doctor Who, I mean, you know, the Weeping Angels, the Silence, I think are more interesting design-wise.
0: Oh yeah, they were a cool, they were a cool anime.
1: Yeah, and so I mean, Cybermen like they're kind of just basic. I mean, you know, especially with stuff like the Terminator, I think kind of metal human beings are kind of not. All, they, they don't have the same allure that we once did, I think.
0: Yeah, that, that's probably a fair assessment And You've also had things like like the Borg in Star Trek which mm. uh, look kind of more menacing uh, yes. a bit, and a bit more scary as well because I think the fact that they're more human looking with metal bits sort of bolted on here and there makes them look a bit more terrifying somehow I don't know if you'd agree with that no, yeah, I, I I'd
1: agree. I I think they I think they actually the Borg actually looks very very cool.
0: I I don't know what it is
1: about it, but there's something about them which is just very interesting. So, also something that just, I just remembered. I really liked um the Sea Devils, and I think they're another example of maybe a villain which I'm surprised hasn't been used a bit more. But I think they're more interesting to look at than the Cybermen.
0: Yeah, I was never that massive on the on the Sea Devils uh, personally, but. Uh, they, they they were a fun uh, a fun villain. Mm. Yeah, I,
1: I, I it was just surprising they weren't used a bit more, perhaps. But, um, yeah, I, I guess part of it is also the stories, which actually I kind of want to ask you about. So what, it, because I'm less keen on them, what are your favourite Cybermen stories?
0: Well, even though he's not really one of my favourite Doctors, the first Doctor two episode they, they featured in 10th uh, Planet. I, I like that because it's got quite a cool sort of origin story for them um, coming from a, a twi- um, twin planet um, Mundus which sort of in their story sort of span out of orbit uh, millennia ago and uh, the people became far more advanced than humans and basically as they were are dying out, they kept they tried to keep themselves going by replacing their body parts with uh metal augmentations until they became more robot than human and thus became the the Cyberman.
1: Mm. Which is was because you never really think of them as cyborgs,
0: quite interestingly. No, you, you kind of forget that because it's more like a living brain and a in a metal shell but they they, they look more robot than uh, cyborg don't they
1: mm. yeah and so 10th uh, planet was the last um william hartnell film wasn't it uh Tenth yes it planet. was
0: yeah he, he regenerated uh, at the end of that episode
1: Mm, and that's kind of one of the ones that's been lost to time, I think,
0: hasn't it? No, it's actually on there. I watched it uh, oh, really? a few oh, months okay. ago on BritBox. I think they sort of, I, I think there might be bits of an episode that are lost, which they filled in with animation, which they've which they've done a few times. But oh, that's been cool, actually. It, it was, yeah, it, it was more or less all there from what I could tell. And uh, it's interesting because they had a very different design at the beginning. The, the very first Cybermen were hugely different, even <laughs> to what even to what I saw in '88, um, to and to what they are now. Um, yeah, they had like um, a, uh, a more a more sort of human face. It's like a like a sort of cloth, yeah, sort of I, I look rather, rather than. You. And they had um, like a big, like a light on their head, which I think doubled as a weapon. And they talked differently as well. They had like a, they talked in like a sort of sing-songy kind of way. Very, mm. very strange. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, if anything, I think the kind of cloth actually kind of makes them a bit, bit more terrifying. Cause I think like it a did, yeah. Enemy. I think it did, yeah. Um, I, I think that's kind of been, you know, missing from the kind of later elements of it because I mean you sent me a photo before we started of all the kind of generations of the Cybermen and like besides the first one like the rest of them are kind of quite generic
0: and not really that scary oh yeah apart from the one the most recent one appeared in the Jodie Whittaker one that's like a Mm. sort of Cybermen that was sort of I don't know if he wasn't completely made or coming apart, but you could see his human face, and I think that made for a lot more interested and scarier villain.
1: Yeah, I, I I remember seeing a bit of that when we were doing um, research for the Master, um episode, and yeah, I, I would agree. I think it's I'm surprised we haven't fought a bit sooner because the makeup of it is actually really really good. Hmm yeah so i think i'm 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 messing my words a little bit there but i think you kind of got what i saying
0: <laughs> i think so yeah yeah
1: but um i i guess going off that i i guess how would you rate um aesthetic
0: um it's it's a difficult one because mm. as to say there's there's been so many um different locks um but there is something that sort of stayed with them. The one, probably the most famous one, is the um, the sort of the sort of squarish head with the metal sort of bars on mm. top, and like the little tear and and little teardrop, which they've always tried to try to keep because they're sort of they're they're not they're not a happy race. That they're in, you know, they're in. It's almost like they're in pain. yeah strange
1: it kind of reminds me of when um like you know prisoners like like tattooed like a tear on their face for like how many Mm. people um it kind of reminds me of that but yeah i I mean looking at uh, some of the photos you sent they do look quite depressing to be honest and i I mean there's one which has a kind of very comically you know large frown even if it's unintentional
0: but you know, but there was there was there was one look that was basically uh, this is sort of back in my day again. It was sort of uh, a fighter pilot jumpsuit sprayed silver, then with the sort of metal head placed on top. That was basically that was basically <laughs> what they were, perhaps to budget budget constraints and so the actors could move because. Um, uh, a lot of earlier suits the actors struggled to move in though, which is the same for the first sort of suits they used for the David Tennant era. Um, they look quite cool, but mm. um, they were very hard for the actors to sort of move in. Yeah,
1: it's it's he's very I I'm very conflicted with this because I mean like I said it's quite a generic look, um, and in terms of Doctor Who villains I don't think it's the most dynamic
0: look. No, there was like a there was like a sleeker design used for the for a Matt Smith story, wasn't there? And they tried to make them like mm -hmm. they could move super fast as well, but that seemed to get dropped quite quickly, didn't it?
1: Yeah, it's because like a lot of the variations, like
0: some of them do look quite cool, um, and some (laughs) of them don't. So that's yeah, I'm I'm the same as you. I'm I'm floating around a, a seven.
1: Yeah, I, I I don't want to be too harsh on really, it because I mean. Uh,
0: I would be as harsh as you want. I mean, Christ, the Cybermen—they don't—they had all their emotions removed. They don't care.
1: Yeah, I mean, so did I. But, but, but so I, I, if anything, I should probably relate to it a bit more.
0: <laughs>
1: um, I think I'm probably going to go for sticks, because I think even though there's some variations, I think. It's not the most exciting look, at least for me. Uh, Fair
0: play. That's your, you're wrong, but that's your, your opinion and you're entitled to it. Of course.
1: Carly, are you, are you making like a paper aeroplane or something at the moment?
0: Yeah, I'm ficking through my
1: notes. Oh, I see. I see. Well, um, well what um, you doing that? Maybe
0: I'll meet myself and you can sort of ramble on or something.
1: That's fine. I I, I can always do that. Um, like, I guess... Going off that, I think I'm something is kind of tied into a setting. i I'm going to go for, I think I'm going to go for fear factor. Um This is a weird one because I think some of them do look quite terrifying, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is it, is it this, this? This is harder than I thought. Jesus Christ.
0: I mean, as you say, um that the Jodie Whittaker one, which I mentioned before, looks mm. quite terror. Look quite. Terrifying and unnerving. Um, with the, the sex, you could see sort of his face under the the metal, yeah. the metal thing. And some of the and I don't know if you saw a, like a, a metal man coming towards you. I think you would be quite scared, personally.
1: Yeah, I I think sidemen are one of the ones that like if 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 if, if, if they're kind of more rough around the edges. I think they're actually a bit more scary.
0: Yeah, I think that works as well for that Jodie Whittaker Cyberman. It looks a bit, it's, it's a, it looks a bit grimy, mm. and uh, I think when they look so sort of shiny and new, it it does take away some of the the fear factor somehow. I don't know why that is.
1: I think it's just because they look like robots. They don't look like a, mm. an alien
0: species. Whereas
1: when you when they're kind of like dishevelled and you can see the human elements of them. And I mean, like you said, in that Jodie Whittaker one, and if anything, I think that's one of the main, I think it's one of the best points of her of her run. I, I think that has been
0: that Cyberman. I think that's been the best Cyberman. It, it probably has, yeah. But it's so, well, that's only sort of one Cyberman, mostly, as I say. I don't know. I, I, I would say uh, I'm going to go a Seven again, I think. You know what? I, I think I might
1: join you. Um, yeah
0: I, I think I think 7 is
1: is is a decent amount. Um
0: I mean so far as we tend to be on this pod, we're all sixes and sevens.
1: Yeah, exactly. But I think this is one where I think it's going to be, I'm really intrigued to get your opinion on and that's complexity of character and I think I I'm I'm to lean on you a bit more for this because obviously you know you've been
0: around since
1: the dawn, the dawn, of, dawn time.
0: of time yeah, yeah. You... Um that when you go back to their backstory there, there, there is, as I said, there is a bit more to them. And then you realize, as I say, they were, they were humans to start off with and they were dying and struggling. And I say that they, they started replacing, um, body parts with cybernetic augmentations. I mean, you know, maybe a metal arm here and a metal like right there and, Maybe even replace some of their organs with uh, synthetic um, replacements, mm. and uh, obviously it was quite a painful and harrowing experience. So they decided to remove all emotions as well. But basically, now they they are they are like the Borg. Funny enough, we should mention them, but they just want to assimilate every living creature to to be a Cyberman like they are.
1: Yeah, it's it's because I never even knew they were human beings, to be honest. Which I think, I think it's I think it's more kind of down to the writers. I I I, I really wish they kind of have that complexity with them because I I never really saw it, to be honest.
0: Yeah, well, I think the first one, that the David Tennant one, sort of explains what what they are because you sort of see the the sort of um, um sort of it's it's almost like they really sort of re really sort of do them and um you, you sort of see this scientist bloke played by the late great Roger Lloyd Pack um he he designs a cyberman you sort of see him take homeless people and convert them into Cybermen. Mm. and i think from there the writers sort of assume the audience knows knows what they are
1: yeah i i mean cuz e- e- even if you assume they know what they are i think you can still kind of I think it's more interesting to play off that, which, I mean, they never
0: really do. I mean, they're like, just, most of the motivation... You were just motivation... born too late. That's your problem. You're too young. You so. were just born too late.
1: <laughs> but, you know, most of the time, they just seem like, oh, we just want to kill people and it, and delete, you know. They're, they're like Matt Hardy, but without the, any of the... The charisma. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, so I kind of feel like, you know, a bit more of a, you know, a motivation and some complexity with that would do them good. I think mm. what they've told me is more interesting than what
0: they've shown us. Yeah, I think it's six, because, yeah, their backstory is quite interesting, but other than that, uh, their, their actual character is just uh, to assimilate and delete, like you said, so that there's not a lot to them overall.
1: Yeah, I, I think they've done them a bit of a disservice to us, And and you know what? credit to you Carl because before this I was probably going to rate them like a 3 or a 4 but I think I'm going to join you on a 6 because I think the basis of the, their origin is actually very compelling but I think they've just done a very bad job so you can't Carl you've proven to be quite a, um, an influence on me I, no, I never saw this coming
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um,
1: I, I guess with that should we move on to power?
0: Yeah power and frat. Now they are a lot stronger than a lot stronger than humans. They do have um lasers in some iterations. Uh they've had gun, you know, obviously more advanced weaponry we have guns. Um they had the light thing on the head, I think, that did something back in the day. Um I think in more modern ones they they have a gun that sort of pops out of their their arm, so it's sort of attached to them. Mm. Um, and so they do have high, highly advanced weaponry. They are pretty much invulnerable. Uh, back in my day, um, the main vulnerability was that they were allergic to gold. If it got into their <laughs> into their systems, it would um, it would it would bugger up their uh, cybernetics or something. I don't I don't think that's a thing these days. Um, they they have strength in numbers because there's bloody millions of them. Yeah, that's that, that's. But then true. they, you know, but in the episode, I think was it Doomsday with uh, with the you yeah, know, when the Dal- David Tennant's mm. uh episode, uh, they're quite easily and handily defeated by the Daleks. So they weren't really a match for them.
1: Yeah, and also, yeah, it's it's a strange case. They might be a bit of, like, stormtroopers. Like, they're supposed to be kind of, you know, obviously they are kind of invulnerable, but they seem to be defeated pretty easily
0: each time. Yeah, they they can they can be by the Doctor. There's, there's no doubt about that. Some of, their, some of their plans do seem to be a bit sort of... Over elaborate at times,
1: yeah. I'm just saying, if James Corden can defeat you by kissing his girlfriend, I, I think you really need to um reassess what your plan is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, um, I mean, immediately they go down in my estimation, but it's insane. I think I'm probably going to give him maybe a seven.
0: Yeah, I, I think a seven. I mean, from what i said, I think a seven is about fair.
1: Yeah. So, Carl, we're, we're on to a final, a final category. I can't believe it's been. I can't believe we're nearly there.
0: I know we're nearly there.
1: Yeah, you're nearly gonna be rid of me. But um, Thank impact on pop that. culture. Yeah, impact on pop culture. W- w- what are you saying?
0: I, I think they've had a fairly big impact um, on pop culture. I mean, they're still around after over 50 years, so you can't overlook that. Yeah, see,
1: I I think we're gonna have quite different scores for this because I I feel like you know they they're kind of like the second most famous um, villain of Doctor Who, but I can't I mean as a Doctor Who fan I can't help but just think they just that's a crap and I would rather just not see him again to be honest. I have no interest in seeing a Cyberman story.
0: I mean, there's those iconic images. I don't even ever seen them where uh, one from way back in the day where they're sort of there's several Cybermen walking mm. um, by St. Right. Paul's Cathedral and they kind of recreated that in... Doomsake, um, wasn't it? No. Um, in what's-his-name's... Uh, Peter Capaldi's era where uh, Missy was creating
1: right was Cybermen.
0: Cool. Um, was it like Dark Water or something like that? Was the episode called? Uh, they're, they're sort of iconic images. That, um, they do look pretty cool, to be honest. And mm. they uh, say they've been around a long, a long, long time. But again, they're probably not quite up there uh, with icons like Darth Vader and the Daleks and, and so forth. So. Um, you probably can't give them a 10 or a 9. I'd say an 8. I mean, you can't. I mean, as I say, they are are iconic, whether you love them or not, and they have been around for over 50 years. So I think think you've got to give them a lot of credit for that sort of durability. Yeah, I guess so. Um,
1: Oh, this is tough.
0: And they have done some really good episodes like um, Patrick and our episode, um, uh, Team of the Cybermen. That that was a really good episode back in the day.
1: Yeah, I I, I probably should watch some of them, to be honest, because, I mean, a lot of the modern ones I just haven't really been into. Yeah,
0: all. I think I think I think oversaturation has been a bit of a problem. There's only so many times you can keep wheeling out an enemy and have them defeated before mm. their sort of threat and the law does start to diminish.
1: Yeah, I, I, and, you know, I'd rather see the Silence or the Sea Devils or anyone else, really, before I see the Cybermen again. But I do think that's going to be the case. So, um, I think I'm probably going to give a seven. I, I feel like that's probably maybe fair.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's quite a high score, really, considering how you were going with them.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like I couldn't give below a seven. I, I, it pains me to say it, to be honest. But... um. So I mean, there we go. So where do you think they are on on our leaderboard?
0: Uh I think they're going to be fairly low down because we're only giving them, as I say, sixes and sevens on one eight. So I think we're looking at perhaps um, a score in the sixties, maybe.
1: You are in fact correct. They they are in fact second bottom. They are um, two points behind Frank Booth on seventy. So they are sixty
0: eight. Wow, sixty eight. So they don't. They don't even beat Frank Booth, who's a normal oh, no. bloke.
1: It's terrible, really, isn't it? I mean, you look at the people ahead of him. I mean, it didn't even beat Norman Bates. What's going on?
0: <laughs> Perhaps uh, he should have put a wicked address on.
1: Yeah, maybe, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but Roy, Roy is, um, Roy's crown of bottom of our leaderboard is safe for now.
0: It, it really is.
1: Um, but I, I, I had a lot of fun going over this episode. I think it, um, it's kind of made me appreciate them slightly more. And I kind of wish they did a bit more clever things with them.
0: Yeah, I think it's a lot different for for you and perhaps people of your generation because you've got a lot more better special effects now and a lot more elaborate mm. and cooler-looking villains where back in the day the, the Cybermen and the Daleks were the best you got upside down. Pepper pots and blokes in <laughs> s- silver Top Gun outfits was was the height of uh, special effects, mate. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh man, it, it, really it
1: was. It, 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 it feel, they feel very community theatre back in those days, mm. which I kind of love about them. But I, I kind of miss. I, I kind of wish they did the the kind of um, you know the weird kind of face thing that they had originally. If, if if it kinda of reminds me of um, the scarecrow. Yeah. Um I can't actually remember their name, excuse me. But um yeah, I always quite like besthetics so I kind of it's a shame that, that didn't really carry over to the later iterations.
0: I suppose they thought they were making them look scarier and more advanced as they found better ways to to do them. Because Dr. Two, even though it's a sci fi shows set in space and he can travel through time. It's always had a very shoestring budget. Not that you'd know from the cutting-edge special (laughs) effects that he always had. Oh, absolutely. I mean, top class.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But um, (laughs) speaking of top class, that is all that we have time for. And um, Carl, you you have a master of giving the plugs, so please plug me away.
0: (laughs) Holy um. Well, see, when I can replace... I can't wait to the day I can replace you. <laughs> it will never happen. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, you can find me at Carlos underscore fire 80 on Twitter and Instagram. You can find uh, the brand at Rogue underscore Opinions on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, on Twitter, you can find links to our website. So try and check that out if you can, which is... uh. Rogue um and also you can find other pods I do, I do the Mandalorian pod with uh, Scott uh, where we talk about the Mandalorian, funnily enough Surely uh, not Yeah, yeah. and uh, I think that's about it at the moment, actually Okay
1: Well, uh, thank you That I, I was, I was wonderful um and and now for my plugs i have a special announcement um i have a show which might be coming to broke opinions and mr carl pierce might be my first guest and i'm putting it out there because um, if it doesn't happen i'm gonna look like an absolute fool so hopefully it does happen
0: well to be um, honest we record these so much in advance and sort of back catalog them it, it might be out by the time this this particular podcast airs you never know
1: yeah, I, well, I think it's given, it gives me a bit of a safety net because I mean, if, if Jesus, if it's not, um, if it doesn't come out um, before this, then fuck
0: me. What, what, yeah. what, what the hell is going on? <laughs> there, there, there's always um, the possibility that it ends up being crap, and it never has. But we shall see what happens.
1: Yeah, and knowing me, that's a, that's a complete possibility. But um, if you if you want to keep up with Doctor Who, then go on Twitter and follow BBC at, at BBC Doctor Who. Um, and there's pictures of, you know, I was going to say John Lennon, but John Bishop, and all the new stuff. I fucked up. But anyway, John John Lennon,
0: here. imagine. Um, but yeah, and also if you the classic Doctor Who's, the the ones that. I used to enjoy. Uh, they're all available on BritBox, so just take like mm. a month's a month subscription and binge <laughs> or something. <laughs> but I mean, they're not all not all Some episodes are absolutely horrendous, but there are there are episodes that are worth your time and checking out if you if you're a Doctor Who fan and you and you fancy doing that.
1: Yeah, I, I think you know. I think people more people should be willing to be surprised than just to just to not bother. So um, mm. I, 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 I concur with you, and I, I recommend that people definitely try out at the very
0: least. Exactly. Well said, Liam. And that's it. That's it. Thanks for listening and joining in. And if you're not a fan, then delete, delete. Delete, delete, delete. And yeah, that's all from me, Liam.
1: Goodbye.